Schools of Bracketology, where we're the home of strong drinks, strong opinions, and crowning champions. My name's Jeff, and I'm going to be your host tonight as we dive right back into this month's bracket, The Best Holiday Song. Back with us tonight is our lovely round table of holiday elves to help us make these tough decisions, so let's take a second to find out how they're doing and what's in their glass. Up first tonight is Mike. Well... Uh, I don't even want to say it aloud because I might jinx it, but we may have gotten the toddler settled down. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have even said it out loud. But I am celebrating with a release from the Southern Tier Brewing Company. This is their 2 Xmas Spiced Double Ale. Ooh. Uh, it is brewed with orange peels, ginger roots, cardamom, cinnamon, fig paste, and cloves. It is everything wonderful about the Christmas season. And I'm going to enjoy it. Nice. Yeah, that just screams holidays. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, up uh, up next with us tonight is going to be Joel. Joel, how are you doing? What's in your glass? Now bring me some figgy beer. Now bring me some figgy beer. That sounds interesting. I might actually try beer for that. But, you know, I'm more of a rum guy myself. I'm doing great. Uh, and I am polishing off the last of the Coquito in my household. That's because I'm going to have to make another batch tomorrow. And now you can. Keep this party going. Very good. Uh, well, uh, back again with us is Jen. Jen, how are you doing? And what's in your glass tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Um, not surprising, but I am still wrapping gifts because it's never ending. Um, yeah. Um, more coffee. I mean, come on, guys. We record these late at night. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm just... I need as much caffeine as humanly possible right now. Yeah, that makes sense. I uh, I wish I was there with you. Uh, as for me, I'm actually uh, just chugging down this liquid death sparkling water I've got in front of me. Um, it's quite delicious. Up next with us is Nikki. Nikki, how are you doing and what's in your glass? I'm doing good, but wait, what is liquid death sparkling water? I'm very confused. So what was the joke there? Uh well the joke is it's it's literally it's just actually called liquid, liquid death, death yeah. sparkling water nothing says Christmas like liquid death <laughs> like liquid Christmas everybody death. liquid death tonight oh, oh, I even did my Jimmy Stewart voice uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm I'm just finishing up uh, some more Advent calendar wine I'm still um working on my Grenache I because actually you know. The Advent calendar wines are quite generous. I mean, it's enough for almost three glasses, so it takes me a little bit to get through them. But this one's actually pretty good. It's a nice mellow red wine, so I'm enjoying it. Nice. I enjoy a mellow red myself. Uh, well, rounding out our table today is Leah. Leah, how are you doing, and what's in your glass? Well, I'm doing great. Uh, kind of snuck up on me. I didn't have time to grab um, another beverage for tonight's recording. Um but my wonderful husband Chris just brought me a V8 splash, which is great. It's just like a it's just like a punch. It's great. Lots of sugar, but uh, probably has some healthy stuff in it too. You know, probably. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. It might. It it might. It's worth the risk. Um, very good. I've never feel like I've ever had one of those. Well, um, we are into our sweet 16, and we've got some decisions to make, so let's just get started. Our first matchup today is the one seed of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas versus our four seed of Happy Xmas, War is Over. Getting us kicked off is Mike. 
and this is when it starts to get tough because I love both these songs. Um, but when I thought about this matchup, what I kept coming back to is that the holiday season means a lot of different things. And at its best, of course, it's a joyous time of year spent with family and friends and, you know, feel it just feeling the spirit. And at its worst, it can feel like a miserable slog that you have to, well, to borrow a phrase, muddle through somehow. And what I love about Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and it kind of gets this weird little advantage because there's two slightly different tweaked versions of it lyrically that evoke both of those feelings at the same time. Um, it's got a beautiful melody. Uh, in fact, I've actually, I am nowhere near, I emphasize the guitarist that Joel is, I'm sure, but I've been learning it on guitar recently. I just, I, it's a really fun tune to just kind of strum and, and sing and just kind of feel the, feel the spirit. I, I do love Happy uh, Christmas War is Over as well, but I think Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas more evokes the holiday spirit for me. And so I'm going to have to give it my vote. But th these, this is Sweet 16 starting to get tough. And that was a vote for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Our next decider will be Joel. Oh, boy. All right. You know I'm a huge Beatles fan. But Happy Christmas War is Over came out in 1971. That was post-Beatles. And based off the Let It Be documentary that I just saw, uh, Yoko definitely broke the Beatles up. So because she's in that song, screw that song. I got to go with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas as well. No, they, that song to me is is more Christmassy. It's it's more uh, it, timeless. And, and I think uh, to play off what Mike was saying, um, it, the older I get, the more and more I can appreciate its sentiment in there. Um, as a kid, I might have chosen the uh, the wars over, but now as an adult, uh, dealing with the the melancholic season that we're in, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Speaks to me. I'm going for that. All right, the one seed picks up a second vote. Up next is Jen. Yeah. So I I think. In the beginning, I kind of just chose Happy Christmas War is Over as just like the better of two evils. Um, not really a whole huge fan. I mean, I like the Beatles well enough, but they're they're not my favorite. Um, but Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas has always been one of those like slow crooning songs to me, you know, because I listen to the, the usually I use go for the originals. So I always kind of go for the the older like I don't know how to like the crooning like not like the these new singers nowadays like that Billy Eilish chick and stuff like that like I, I like that soulful feel to my music and that's what it gives to me so uh, I will be voting for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. All right, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas picks up a third vote, Nikki. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, like, there's there's a lot of these kind of, you know, older songs. You know, I feel like Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It really is. I mean, the lyrics, I mean, even though they still resonate, I mean, they're very old timey. I mean, no one says sh hang a shining star on that highest bough. We just put put the star on the top of the tree. You know, that's it's just not what how we speak anymore. 
And then, you know, Merry Christmas or Happy Xmas War is over. I mean, it is very 70s, especially, you know, the Lennon version. I know that like Celine Dion does a version of it. I don't not as familiar, but so they're both very much songs of their time period. Um, But I think for me, I mean, there's a reason that there's so many songs on this list that are literally like from the 1930s. Like, I mean, every like I would say the majority of these Christmas songs are extremely old because it's just they're classics. It's what we come back to because Christmas is also about nostalgia and these older songs just do that for me. So why I do really like Happy Xmas War is Over, it does just sort of have this 70s vibe. It doesn't necessarily to me have that really warm Christmas vibe the way, well, not that Have Yourself a Merry Christmas is very warm, but you know what I mean. It's it's fireplace warm. You want to listen to it sitting by the fireplace. So I'm going to go with Have Yourself a Merry Christmas, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. There's a lot of great versions of the song. Um, so to me, that's, I, I just, I'm going to go for that one. All right. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas picks up a fourth vote and we're over to Leah. Leah, is this going to be a sweep? Well, I'm just really glad this has not come down to me because this was by far my hardest uh, pick of the game because I legitimately love both of these songs. And no matter what version of either song I hear, I won't turn it off. But I will uh, make this a sweep. I am going to go with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas because I feel like the lyrics and the music transcends uh, Happy Xmas Wars Over because its lyrics uh, mean a little bit more to a specific time period or just specific groups, whereas Have Yourself a little Merry Little Christmas can really appeal to anyone at any age, um, at any walk of life. All right, and with that, the one seed will sweep its way into the Elite Eight. And we're moving on to our next matchup. We've got the 11 seed of Mele Kalikimaka, Versus the two-seed of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Up first is Joel. I do love me some rock and roll, but... I gotta admit, man, we're here in Florida. Never had a white Christmas before. Come on, this is the land of palm trees. Here we know that Christmas will be green. The sun to shine by day, all the stars by night... I mean, this is this is Melikilikimaka Christmas kind of territory down here where we live. So uh, I'm going to go for that for my vote. All right. Melikilikimaka gets kicked off with the first vote. Jen. Melikilikimaka is a thing to say. Sorry, but out of the two of these, I definitely love Melikilikimaka better. Um I don't say that there's anything wrong with Rock Around the Christmas Tree. I bop along to it when it's on. But when Melikuli Gamaka comes on, like, I have to sing it. And it's just, I just, I don't know. I just really, really love that song. So, yeah, my vote's going to go for Melikuli Gamaka. And Melikuli Gamaka picks up a second vote. Nikki. Oh, man. I'm, I'm the third vote here. Um. <laughs> I don't know, like, this was, I, I didn't think this would be hard, because in my mind coming into this, I was, like, rocking around the Christmas tree. Like, that is such a famous Christmas song. Rocking around, I mean, I just, who doesn't love that song? I mean, again, I always do, I think of Home Alone, all those nostalgic movies. But I don't know, I'm kind of with Jen here, like, it's just, Meli Kalikamaka, when it's on, I just sing it. Like, it's, like, always in my head, like, when it's on, and it doesn't leave your head for a while. It's... 
it is kind of a different Christmas song. I don't know. I mean, I didn't even realize how popular it was until we've all been talking about it because it kind of seemed like a sleeper song here. Um, but I am. I think I'm going to knock out the two seed here. I think I'm going with Meli Kalikimaka. I think it's the better song. Wow. And we've got the 11-2 upset of Meli Kalikimaka, but we still need to hear from Leah and Mike. Leah. Yeah, I have not been a big champion of rocking around the Christmas tree. However, I do think it's musically more fun. It's probably one of the best, more upbeat Christmas tunes on this bracket. It specifically calls out a lot of Christmas traditions, too, like mistletoe, pumpkin pie, caroling, dancing. It's got it all. So, yeah, my vote would have been for rocking around the Christmas tree. And your vote is for rocking around the Christmas tree. And we still need to hear from Mike. Unlike Leah, I have been a huge champion of rocking around the Christmas tree during this bracket. Uh, I, I like this matchup because the last matchup was really interesting. It was more the uh, it was a matchup of the more melancholy side of Christmas music or holiday music. And this is the more joyful side. They both evoke the joy of the season. Uh, they just make you happy. I I honestly can't complain about Meli Kalikimaka moving on. Uh, it's it is just a fun song and it really does get stuck in your head. I, but my vote is also going to go to rocking around the Christmas tree. I'm glad this one didn't come down to me. It's very difficult to put either one of these to bed. This is another, uh, very good, tough matchup, uh, befitting the sweet 16. So I'm not, I'm not disappointed. Meli Kalikimaka is moving on, but rocking around the Christmas tree, I think will always, uh, have my heart a little more. All right, and Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree picks up a second vote, but Meli Kalikimaka will be moving on to the Elite Eight. Moving over to our second region, we've got the one seed of White Christmas going up against the four seed of Christmas Time is Here. Up first in deciding will be Jen. Which is rather unfortunate for me. Um, so... White Christmas is one of those, again, that, you know, I, I sing along to when it's on. You know, it's it's on the radio a lot. You know, it's, it's one of those Christmas songs that's pretty prominent, you know, um, or popular, however you want to say it. Um, Christmas Time is Here is the song that always brings me back to my childhood. You know, it's that nostalgia, that Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, and... I don't know. It, it it brings that certain feeling back to you, like being a kid during Christmas time and makes me remember all the stuff that I did at, you know, the grandparents' houses and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're all gone now. So it's like, you know, it just kind of brings that back. Um, so I think in light of that, I am actually going to go for Christmas time is here over White Christmas, even though I think White Christmas might be the better put together song. All right, Christmas time is here. Gets us kicked off with the first vote. Nikki. Yeah, I don't like this matchup at all. I <laughs> this is this is this is not good. I don't like it. Um, you should have seen the look she gave me when she when I when she saw it. She I goes, was like, "What?" Uh-huh. You know, because it is. It's like you know, which arm do you want? I mean, it's just it's hard. This is this is this is a terrible matchup because I love both of these songs and but for very different reasons. And I've been. I feel like a lot of my vote has gone to nostalgia because, you know, I feel like Christmas especially just that's part of it. I mean, it brings up childhood. That's why I'm, I can't believe nobody likes Santa in this group. But, you know, it's just all these childhood memories. And, you know, of course, 
you know, Charlie Brown, like that Christmas special. I mean, who didn't watch that a million times every year? But for this one, I think I just have to go to the better song. White Christmas is such a beautiful song. It is so well written. It is just as much as I love Christmas time is here. It doesn't have the depth that White Christmas does for me. So even though I feel like I have the warm and fuzzies more with Christmas time is here, White Christmas is just to me classic Christmas song. So I have to go with White Christmas, even though it really breaks my heart a little. All right, we'll split the vote. White Christmas will pick up its first vote. Leah. Yeah, I'm with Nikki. This one really hurts um, because I love a Charlie Brown Christmas. And the song, I think, is very pivotal to that special. But if you take the song and separate it from the special, I don't think the song has the strength to stand on its own the same way that White Christmas does. Yes, people sometimes associate White Christmas with its film, even though it came before the film. Um, but the song White Christmas stands firmly on its own, separate from the film it's associated with. I don't think that Christmas Time is Here does. When you hear Christmas Time is Here, if you're in a store anywhere, you associate that with a Charlie Brown Christmas. So uh, for that reason, my vote is to sadly vote for uh, White Christmas. And it really does hurt. It sucks. All right, I guess we're getting a sad vote for White Christmas. Let's go over and see what emotional vote Mike's going to make. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one. I I echo what everybody else has said. I will start with a little trivia because, as you know, I love that sort of thing. Something that I learned just this past week is that Christmas Time is Here, of course, started out as just an uh, instrumental from the Vince Guaraldi trio. It was never meant to have lyrics, and they basically decided about two weeks before the Charlie Brown Christmas special aired that they wanted to add lyrics to that scene that opens it with the kids skating and everything like that. And Lee Mendelssohn just kind of dashed them out uh, in like a day. And they're so evocative and so incredible that I just found that amazing. Um, and I love White Christmas. White Christmas is one of those songs that it, it has. It's well, it has obviously been around all of our lives, but it, it does feel like that song that is a quintessential Christmas song. I had one white Christmas during my entire life. And of all places, I was living in Houston huh. uh, when that happened. So that's kind of a funny little side note for me. Uh, I'm sure most of y'all Floridians have probably never experienced a white Christmas. Um, <sighs> this is not a punt. I promise this is not a punt. This is where I was going to vote anyway. Uh, but I'm glad that this does not come down to me. I am giving the slight edge to Christmas time is here. I think that it evokes a little more feelings of the season to me. I think White Christmas, as much of a classic song as it is, it, it just do it doesn't quite conjure up the the broad thing about and I love the thing at the very end of Christmas time is here when he says you know oh that we could always see such spirit through the year I think that is a beautiful sentiment and it just gives it that slight edge so I'm going to vote for Christmas time is here and uh, see see how Joel makes sense of this all right well we have our first tie uh, 
tiebreaker of the Sweet 16. And as you know, around here we have the buzzer beater available if anyone would like to use it to try to convince or sway Joel in either way. I don't even know how you buzzer beat because I'm like, I don't even know. How do you choose? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good we're luck. All, we're all counting on we're, we're rooting for you, Joel. All right, Joel. Well, don't screw this up. It's on you. So it all <laughs> comes down to me. <laughs> uh, here's a fun fact. White Christmas is the most covered Christmas song there is. By how much you ask? Well, to put it in context, there are, according to music publishing, uh, let me see here, hang on, 556 different published versions of Christmas Time is Here by Vince Guariardi. There are 2,005 versions of White Christmas. So, Leah, if you're a fan of all the different versions, You've got some homework to do. <laughs> um, wow. It, look, I'm I'm a jazz guy deep in the bottom of my heart. And man, Christmas time is here is the soundtrack for my holiday. So I'm pushing for that to go on. And that it will. Christmas time is here. It's knocking out the one seed. And it'll move on to the Elite Eight. Our next matchup is the six seed of Last Christmas. Versus the two seat of Sleigh Ride. Up first is Nikki. Sorry, I gotta recover. Um, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because Last Christmas has been this weird. It's this weird Christmas song. I don't know what it is about Last Christmas because it just is. It's kind of trapped in this like '80s bubble. It's like, and like I said, we have so many songs here from like the 30s and the 50s. We literally have nothing from the aughts anymore. I think we've cut out everything. Like everything on this bracket is like from the 30s and the 50s now. And then you have this weird, random, like 80s song. And all I can think about is when, you know, Wham goes to the little hotel, like mountain in the Christmas video. If you've ever seen the music video, it's just so weird. And then Sleigh Ride has this like, you know... It's fun. It's catchy. You always kind of sing it. But I mean, we don't really do sleigh rides anymore. It's not a thing. So I don't know. It's weird. I think for me, Last Christmas, just it's kind of enjoyable. It's a fun song. There's a reason like it's kind of become this mainstream Christmas song. It's just it's lasted. It's fun. I'm going with Last Christmas, even though Sleigh Ride is probably a little bit more of that old-timey Christmas feel. I kind of like Last Christmas. I mean, it can get annoying. It definitely can after multiple listens, but the first couple listens, I think, are fun. So I'm going with Last Christmas. The song, not the movie. The movie was terrible. Don't see it. All right. Last Christmas gets us kicked off, and we're going over to Leah. Yeah, this is definitely one of the weaker matchups in this region. Um, but I think, as we've said before, Sleigh Ride doesn't really have a whole lot of real holiday themes. I mean, I think Jeff slash Jen last time mentioned that they do go to a birthday party. Uh, farmer Joe, John, Dan, so I don't know, somebody, someone, someone who's a farmer had a party. And maybe if it was a holiday party, this would all be a moot point, just like a cow's opinion. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to vote to put last Christmas through dot 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 hopefully one last time um, because I think it really does. Whether or not you like it or hate it, it really does. It's something fun you can at least make fun of during the holiday season and it, it gives you some talking points. So um, I'm going to say goodbye to the horses, 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 hopefully in sleigh ride. All right, last Christmas picks up a second vote. Mike? I love my wife. She is the most wonderful person that I know. But my God, she is wrong about Sleigh Ride. <laughs> She's just dead wrong. She was a little more magnanimous last this time, but last time she said it was just a weather song. Um, Just a weather song? I defy anyone on this panel to name a single song about snow that isn't wrapped up in the holiday season. You can't do it. You don't hear these songs in January. Y you don't. Winter Wonderland was on the very first SNL Christmas special. Just a weather song? Now, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow was featured in Die Hard, which was the runner-up in last year's best Christmas movie bracket. Hell, White Christmas is just about snow. When you really break it down, it'd be the same song if it was a, I'm dreaming of a white February 5th. The, the, it would suck melodically, but you get it. And hands down, the best quote-unquote weather song is Sleigh Ride. Because here's the thing. I'm going to drop some truth bombs on you. Cold weather actually sucks ass. Snow is fun for maybe five minutes and then it turns completely miserable. But this song is so good that it makes it seem like a happy feeling that nothing in the world can buy. And I think that after this recording, Nikki and I are going to snuggle up together like birds of a feather would be and listen to this song on repeat in all of its glorious versions until she admits that for probably the only time in our marriage, I'm right and she's wrong. <coughs> it'll be the perfect ending to a perfect day. And then I'll end up sleeping on the couch, but it'll be worth it. Sleigh Ride gets my vote. I do like Last Christmas, but it, as Nikki said, it does get a little annoying. It's a little repetitive. Sleigh Ride, Sleigh Ride, Sleigh Ride gets my vote. All right. We've got a uh, passionate plea for Sleigh Ride on the board. Going over to Joel. You know what? For all these haters, uh, I'm going to make sure that I'm walking around singing Winter Wonderland sleigh ride all those kind of let it snow like january just to just to make sure that i start that trend now if i can um it, by the way leah it's farmer gray that was kind of racist farmist i guess that it's got to be a joe billy bob whatever it is kind of deal farmer gray we're talking about and my vote obviously has to go for sleigh ride because of two key pivotal words in that in those lyrics, the two most important words, I've said it before in another bracket, they mention pumpkin pie. And any song that's about pumpkin pie gets my vote. Sleigh ride for me. All right. And we have come to another draw in which we need a decision made. Is anyone willing to use their buzzer beater yet? I'm spent. <laughs> I would, but I'm spent. Kind of feel like we already had one, but uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I can't, then... I can't match your diatribe here. <laughs> <laughs>
Jen, this one's on to you. Couch is warm. <laughs> giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. <laughs> so, no, I, guys, I'm, I live in Florida and I've lived here a majority of my life, but I'm from Wisconsin. I mean, I, I'm from the frozen tundra. I like the snow. I've been on sleigh rides, like, <laughs> um, and it's our, our goal. Once the kids graduate, we're moving back up North because fuck Florida. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it's really not, not Christmas without sleigh ride. And I love the song and last Christmas kind of irks me. So I I'm going for that sleigh ride. It is. All right. Sleigh ride. We'll be moving on and. It appears Michael will be getting the couch tonight, so good luck with that. <laughs> victory! <laughs> All was, right. I mean, victory is the couch, I guess. So hey, hey. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I just lo- I just looked at the matchup that set up, though, so I'm just I almost would have rattled. Jing, jing, jingling yeah. on. All right. <laughs> uh, Jeff. All us. right. As we dive on over, we're moving to the third region where we've got. The nine seed of Baby It's Cold Outside going up against the four seed of The Christmas Song. Kicking us off is Leah. So I honestly think that The Christmas Song is entitled and deserves to be called The Christmas Song. It literally encompasses different Christmas traditions that help make the season bright. It's got snow, it's got carols, it's got Santa, it's got reindeer, it's got presents. It's not about anything else except for Christmas, so it definitely deserves to be moving along. All right, the Christmas song will pick up the first vote. Mike? I know I didn't vote for the Christmas song last time, but honestly, I always knew that whether it was Christmas and Hollis or the Christmas song, it was going to beat either one of its opponents, whether it had been All I Want for Christmas is You or Baby, It's Cold Outside. They're more... They, they, both of those songs more capture the Christmas spirit to me. Uh, so even though I voted for Christmas and Hollis, I think the Christmas song, for all the reasons Leah said, it does. It Lyrically speaking, it captures such a broad swath of the holiday, um, as, as did its opponent last time. Uh, and I think, the, I think they were both great songs. So even though I didn't vote for it, I, the Christmas song is, you know, I've, I've, cracked a little wise about its use of a uh, definite versus indefinite article. Uh, <laughs> but mostly that's just me being a wise ass. It's a, it's a wonderful song. Uh, it's got, obviously the Nat King Cole version uh, is the quintessential version, I think, but it's one of those songs that can be covered in many different ways and it doesn't lose any of its power. So it's going to get my vote here as well. As much as I do love all the different versions of Baby It's Cold Outside, uh, I, I just don't think they hold a candle here. All right, Christmas song picks up the second vote. Joel? You know, one of the things that I love about this group is that uh, through all of our bickering, uh, opinions can change. And uh, no, I don't love Elvis anymore yet. Um, (laughs) But uh, I do have to admit, I think in the last round, Mike brought up a good point about Baby It's Cold Outside. The fact that it's a duet lends itself to so many more interesting musical collaborations uh and that part of it intrigues me uh i've got a nice list now of versions of this that i want to go listen to uh like for instance i was reminded that i just heard the rod stewart and uh dolly parton version which was kind of a cute little throw back and forth um 
So as much as I like the Christmas song and it does involve my favorite thing, snacks, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, I'm going to go with Baby It's Cold Outside for me. All right. Baby It's Cold Outside picks up its first vote. And we're going over to Jen. Both Mike and Joel have made good points, um, which kind of made this hard for me because I do love both of these songs. Um, but in the end, I mean, as much as I'm currently singing the Christmas song in my head right now, I agree that Baby It's Cold Outside just lends itself to more reiterations of it. Like it could bring us more. And in the end, I mean, I, I really, really enjoy that and hearing all the different versions. And the whole, I, I talked about this before at length, the whole cancel culture thing just irritates me. So I'm going, baby, it's cold outside. And we've come up to another tie. Oh, shit. Uh, anyone ready to use one of them buzzer beaters yet? Or. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, Nikki. I honestly like. I mean, I, I, I honestly thought Christmas song was gonna sweep this. To be honest, um, but where I'm struggling is because it's like I actually really like "Baby It's Cold Outside," and I feel bad too because I've made fun of weather songs. I was gonna be. I was actually gonna say that. <laughs> and Sorry. "Baby It's Cold Outside" is literally like there's no holiday in it. They're just singing about cold weather. Like you could sing "Baby It's Cold Outside" in February and take any kind of Christmas out of it, and it's not necessarily a Christmas or holiday song. So, I, I agree with what I what I said there. And then the Christmas song—I mean, chestnuts open roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost, and then you got "Merry Christmas." They say "Merry Christmas" in the song. Ah, but I like "Baby It's Cold Outside." I just like it. It's fun. But I do think I got to go with the Christmas song on this one. Um, it's just a little bit more classic for me. I love Baby It's Cold Outside. And I think it's had a nice resurgence. And I love how many collaborations are. It's a fun Christmas holiday song. Because, you know, yes, it could be sang in February. But it is a Christmas song in the sense that no one's really going to sing it in February. Because by February, if we have to hear any more Christmas songs, we are done. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, but I will go with the Christmas song. I do think the name hurt it a little bit because I just want Why didn't they just call it chestnuts on an open fire? Because that's what I thought it was called until like this bracket, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Christmas song. Wow. I really didn't know how that was going to go. So that was awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did Christmas, <laughs> Christmas song. We'll be moving on to the elite eights. Our next matchup is the 11th seed of What Christmas Means to Me, taking on the 10 seed of Silver Bells. Up first is Mike. To be completely honest, for pretty much ever since I've been staring down this matchup, my head's been going boom. But I love What Christmas Means to Me. It's it's so catchy and and fun, and it, it's got this jovial spirit to it. It, it does. It really does conjure up a lot of happy feelings but when i think of what christmas means to me i've heard it so many times and it's always fun i'm always i'm always kind of bopping along but i don't i only probably know about half the words you know i know you know he's like blah 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 all these things and more that's what christmas means to me it's it's a wonderful song it's so much fun but i know every word to silver bells 
So I, I am a sucker for the classics, as Nikki's been alluding to, that that sort of era of 30s, 40s, even 50s, um, you know, crooner style thing that, that and and I just, Silver Bells, it's a very melancholy melody for what is really a happy lyrically song, you know. I like that contrast, and I think that even it, it is weird because I know I voted for one last time and didn't vote for the other last time, but I am a sucker for the classics. And when I'm looking at this matchup, Silver Bells is calling out to me more than what Christmas means to me. As much as I love what Christmas means to me, as much as it gets stuck in my head, as much as I like to grew to it, Silver Bells conjures up more of a feeling of christmas to me so i'm gonna give my vote to silver bells all right silver bells gets us kicked off with the first vote joel i'm going to pour salt into the 50 year old wound of my mother-in-law and also go for silver bells if you don't understand what i'm referring to listen to the last episode (laughs) all right silver bells picks up a second vote just like that and we're going to be over to jen so I'm kind of right on there with Mike right now. Like I have, uh, that's what Christmas means to me. My love up stuck, you know, stuck in my head right now. I, I can hear the beat going on. Um, but in the end, I think, uh, in the end, I think Silver Bells is going to end up going for it with me because it just, it's again, one of those where you just, you want to listen to it, you know, and then just sit in for the fire with your hot cocoa and your blankie and your oversized hoodie and just, you know, chill. So I guess Silver Bells is, is moving on. All right. Just like that, Silver Bells will pick up the decisive third vote. But we still need to hear from Nikki and Leah. Nikki. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately I would have probably gone for Silver Bells as well. Um, I don't know. Again, I just I just have this thing when 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 silver bells comes on i just i don't know i just imagine being these little shops these little villages and shopping and it just it's just a nice christmas tune and it just makes me feel good so yeah uh, my vote is silver bells all right silver bells with a fourth vote leah are we gonna sweep this one again yeah no i'm gonna throw a vote for what christmas means to me i think it has a lot more holiday cheer um silver bells paints a nice holiday picture um, but you know, this is the best holiday song. And I think what Christmas means to me encaps encapsulates a lot more, um, of the holiday traditions, the holiday spirit and silver bells is just kind of like, when you think about it, you think of like a scene and, and, and maybe like a nostalgic feeling of what that scene would be like if you were there, but what Christmas means to me can really mean anything to anyone who listens to it. So, yeah, I'm going to, I love Silver Bells, but I'm going to throw one one vote, not a sympathy vote, but a, a legitimate vote for what Christmas means to me. All right. Well, it was not a sweep, but decisively, Silver Bells will be moving on. We are on to our final two matchups here in the Sweet 16. We've got Christmas Baby, Please Come Home at the one seed versus the four seed of Little St. Nick. Up first is Joel. I kind of said it the last time, and it still rings true this one. Although there are some uh, 
There's some great parts in Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. I love singing along to Little St. Nick. Uh, it's it's a song that uh, he, I always kind of pick up when it comes on the radio. And it's so different compared to a lot of the other ones. I think there's something about the uniqueness uh, of that song, of a song like Melika Likimaka, that has a unique sound that, it, that attracts me to it. So I'm going to go Little St. Nick for me. All right, and what is the first vote in this entire bracket against Christmas Baby, Please Come Home? Little St. Nick will get us kicked off with the first to vote. Up next is Jen. Uh, I'm going to have to bring it on back um, because my vote is going to be for uh, Baby, Please Come Home because uh, Little St. Nick, again, I'm, it's just, it's, it's, not, it's not a song for me. So Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. All right, splitting the vote. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home picks up its first vote. Nikki. I've been I've been a fan of Little St. Nick this whole break. I really like that song. Like, I just find myself singing it. It's a good song. And it's the only Santa Claus song left. I mean, he's St. Nick, but he, at least he's there. At least he's Santa Claus is still in this bracket. Um, I guess I got to knock off Santa because I just feel like overall, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home is the better song. But... Sorry, little St. Nick. I really wanted a Santa somewhere. Uh, but Christmas Baby, Please Come Home has my vote. All right. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home picks up a second vote. We're over to Leah. So Christmas Baby, Please Come Home is definitely the superior song here. Little St. Nick has barely squeaked by some of its rounds. Um, and I gave it to just some sympathy votes uh, before just because of what it was matched up against. But Baby Please Come Home has the better vocals, it's got the better lyrics, it's got the better music and use of instruments. I will listen to any version ever performed because it's so great, and it is definitely my favorite upbeat holiday song, so I'm not going to waver here. My vote's always going to be for Christmas Baby Please Come Home. All right, Christmas Baby Please Come Home picks up a third vote. Mike? I'm glad this doesn't come down to me. I really love both of these songs, uh, and... I, you know, I didn't vote for Little St. Nick against Father Christmas, but that's because Father Christmas is Father Christmas. It's it's just that's such an awesome song. I love it because uh, it's got that punk energy. Uh, but yeah, I think that ultimately we probably made the right call here. These are two great songs. They both, you pretty much know the instant that they come on, you know what you're listening to. Uh, I think so, uh, I think it was Joel who mentioned a couple episodes ago about the YouTube version of Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. I mostly think of the Darling Love version, but I was glad that he mentioned that because it brought it back to me and goes, oh yeah, that version's amazing too. It kind of comes back a little bit to what we were saying uh, in the previous episode, I think, about uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. You know, it's basically tied to Mariah Carey, even though there's there was a couple other versions. And Little St. Nick's kind of the same way. It's basically tied to the Beach Boys, whereas Christmas Baby Who's Come Home has so many different interesting versions. And and it is, it's it's all, they're both a lot of fun to sing along to. But yeah, I think Christmas Baby Please Come Home is probably the right call. I'll, I'll give it my vote as well. All right. It picks up a fourth vote, decisively moving it on to the next round. And our final matchup in this Sweet 16 is going to be our 11th seed of Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, versus the seventh seed of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Up first is Jen. It's one of those things where, like, I voted for both of these last round, and I'll Be Home for Christmas is 
one of those classic, you know, feel good, I don't know, whatever Christmas songs, but nothing moves me like Christmas Eve in Sarajevo. Like, nothing, unless it has David Bowie in it. I mean, honestly, I, it's something about this song just calls to every single part of me. And I have to listen to it during Christmas time. Otherwise, it's just not Christmas. So my vote is going to go to Christmas Eve in Sarajevo. All right. Christmas Eve Sarajevo gets us started. Nikki. I didn't realize like we were a, it was a seven and eleven. Like I'm trying to remember who was number one on this this side because yeah, and a seven a seven and eleven matchup is very rare in a bracket world. Um, so I don't know. Um, well, they'll be going against the one seed. Yeah, bracket. well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. like again, like to be this way. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I, I get it. Like Christmas area, everybody, everybody really likes this one. And, and I do, and I, I can't help it whenever I hear it. I just want to do the dun, 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 dun. And then I'll be home for Christmas. I've actually, I think I voted against both of these actually. Um, I wasn't convinced that I'll be home for Christmas is like the best of these sort of fireside songs. <sighs> But I don't know. For me, like I, I like Christmas Sarajevo. I mean, I, it does invoke some feelings, but it, it's just not something I put on. I, I guess that's just me. It's if it's on, like I listen to it, but it's not something I would purposely put on during Christmas time. So I think I'm gonna go for I'll be home for Christmas just based on the matchup. Um, so that's my vote. All right, the seven seed picks up its first vote. Leah. So. Christmas Eve Sarajevo is such a great song. My only issue is that it doesn't have song lyrics. So yes, the music itself encapsulates the holiday spirit. It doesn't really have the holiday filled lyrics to back it up. But you know what? I'm not going to be nitpicky about it right now. We'll see how I feel about the stance in the next round because I'm going to move uh, Christmas Eve Sarajevo along and I hope that my fellow contestants do as well. All right. Christmas Eve Sarajevo picks up a second vote. Mike. I'm going to do this to Joel again for the second time in this bracket, aren't I? I, I? It actually, I'm not even that worried because the last matchup, I was a little iffy which way Joel was going to go. I'm fairly certain I know which way Joel's going to go in this <clears throat> in this matchup. I've made my feelings on I'll Be Home for Christmas fairly well known, I think. Uh, to me, it is the the quintessential... Um, what it, what it, Nikki, how did Nikki describe it? Fire, fireside. Yeah. Fireside Christmas song, because it, the way that I listen to it, it I think of it, God, this is, this is, this is a, a crazy comparison, but, um, for whatever reason, uh, somewhere out there from an American tale popped into my head where they're both apart, but they're both singing cause they're looking under the, you know, they're looking up the same moon. It's the same kind of thing. It's a fireside song being sung in front of two different firesides. It's so, to me, it's so meaningful because of, because it brings me back to my grandparents' generation and all of the hardship that they had to go through and and the way that it always felt like they still kept that spirit alive. It's just so beautiful to me. I I love Christmas Eve Sarajevo too. I said last time, 
it's only existed for what, 25 years maybe, and yet it really does feel completely timeless. It's a wonderful song. I won't fault Joel for moving it on if that's what he chooses to do. I'll Be Home for Christmas will always have my heart, uh, and so it's getting my vote here. And we've got another tie. Here's your one last chance to use a buzzer beater in this round if anyone would like to. I really don't think we need to because I think we all know what Joel is going to pick. I think you're right. Joel, the floor is yours. If he votes for it. (laughs) If he votes for it. Come on, man. (laughs) All right, first off. All you are like, oh my God, I can't believe it comes down to me and all this. This is easy. This is such a simple one to me. Okay, look, whichever one we choose is going to go against, against, go up against Christmas, baby, please come home. I'll be home for Christmas. Baby, please come home. Listen, he's cheating on your ass. He's out there with another girl. You want him home. He's promising he's coming home. His ass ain't coming home. Okay, let's get done with that. Okay, now, (laughs) Christmas Eve Sarajevo is the only song in this entire list that turns my Toyota Corolla steering wheel into a Charvel SoCal with a Floyd Rose tremolo that I'm shredding licks on for the constant seven minutes on there. If you like Christmas Eve Sarajevo, there's only one song I think that holds a candle to that. Check out Miraculum by Lincoln Brewster, another great electric guitar shredding uh, instrumental version. Uh, that one is based around O Come O Come Emmanuel. Um, but both of those great Christmas Eve Sarajevo moving on, taking it for the win. I'm predicting it. And Christmas Eve Sarajevo will, in fact, be moving on. And just like that, we have determined our Elite Eight. And we'll be finding out in our next show who will be moving on as the best holiday song. And if you like what we're doing here and want to help support what's going on, please feel free to join us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash p-t-e-b-b. We've got our Patreon-only shows, Boozy Revisited, uh, where we're going over all the bad and tough decisions from the month before, as well as all sorts of other bonus content and trivia from our sister podcast, Pub Trivia Experience. Um, and always, you can find us on social media everywhere at Boozy Bracketology, except for Twitter, where we are Boozy Brackets. You can also join us on our Facebook group, The Lounge, fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, where we're always interacting with our fans and friends and anyone who wants to jump in on the conversation. Um, and one other reminder, we do have um, some merch available at ptebb.com. Uh, those are just the initials for Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. So that's ptebb.com. You can go ahead and see. Uh, we've got a few different types of shirts and all sorts of other stuff out there. Go ahead and take a look at that. But for Boozy Bracketology, I've been your host, Jeff. I'm Mike. I'm Shredding Fingers, Joel. <laughs> I'm Jen. Nikki. And Leah. And we'll see you in the next show. <laughs>